0: want to uh, acknowledge Aaron back tonight we're glad to have you here I wanted to, to mention he didn't know I was going to say this but I wanted to mention that um, we have uh, uh, met with him as a leadership team and had had some real good discussions i have been really uh, just praising the Lord for his attitude and willingness to come and be faithful in, in the church um, just as he's going through the marital challenges that he's faced but he's been uh, just has a desire to serve the Lord he was gone Sunday because of vacation and uh, back here in the middle of the week it's good to see you brother and um, we'll be um, bringing him back in some of the uh, ministries that he's been involved in in a time coming forward he will be talking more detail with him about that but it's just good to to see God work in his heart giving him a uh, a willingness and an openness to serve the Lord in front of us and and, and be a part of this group. Praise God for that. (coughs) Today is the birthday of one of our members, one member who is 82 years old. Do you know who that is? (coughs) Mac Holt, yes, 82 years old. So he's not with us tonight, but uh, celebrating that birthday is a blessing. Ever since I married into that family, we've had this this challenge of um, Mother's Day and his birthday always coming close together and, and um, him, him still in the thunder from with his birthday from Mother's Day, but <laughs> it's always been an issue, always been a discussion thing. But uh, praise the Lord for 82 years. He says uh, next year he will, if he lives to be 83, that's the, that's the age of his father before he passed away, so he'll match, <coughs> he'll match that. Uh, God's grace providing, he'll match that. So that's what a blessing that is. All right, tonight, I wanted to just briefly talk. Isaiah 43:11 is a verse I want to look at tonight. Isaiah 43, 11. <coughs> it's a verse that's been on my mind. Um, used it in evangelism, and then it came up on Sunday morning in our study in Hosea. And uh, we didn't get a chance to read it from Isaiah here, but we'll read it today. Isaiah 43, 11. It says, I, I am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Savior. <clears throat> In Hosea thirteen four is it reads this way. But I am the Lord your God. Excuse me. Uh, where is it? Yeah. It, uh, Isaiah, um, excuse me, Hosea thirteen four. But I am the Lord your God from the land of Egypt. You know no God but me. And besides me, there is no Savior. Again, Isaiah forty three eleven. I, I, I am the Lord. Beside me there is no Savior. God shows himself um, to be our God. In other words, he is sovereign over us. He is the creator of all life. He's the creator of our lives. He's, he is why we exist today. But not only is he God creator and God sovereign over all, in other words, he's in charge of everything. He has all authority and all power. But he also says this, besides me, there is no savior. He is the deliverer of mankind. He brought mankind into existence. He rules over all mankind. But he is the deliverer. He is the only deliverer. We are here to pray tonight because we have a God who is our creator, who is sovereign over us who we go to for deliverance we go to for help we pray to him tonight lord help us we cry out to him because he is able and he is willing he's able in that he is god and over all things but he's willing in that he is his his heart is bent towards us <coughs> one thing that i love about the hosea passage it shows god's tender heart towards his people. He must judge them, but he does it with a heart that loves them and is pained at the fact that they won't turn from their sin. And so, we have a uh, a uh, 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 the Lord who is Jehovah God, who is our savior. He is our deliverer. None can deliver besides him. So, why would we not pray to him? Why would we not come to him and and uh, cry out to him. The, the word of God says that the very hair on our head is numbered. God is concerned about every detail of our life. Why would we not cry out to him and go out to him. He is our savior and our only savior. We can find deliverance in no one else and nothing else. Our government and governmental system won't save us. Our e- economic prosperity in our nation is not our deliverer technology whether it be in the advances in, 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 in health and, and uh, um, uh, treatment and so forth uh, or whether it be advances in communication or transportation or, or any new thing is not going to deliver us it's not going to save us God and God alone is our savior he says besides me There is no Savior. There is not, not another one. Why would we worship or give our allegiance to anything and any or anyone else besides God that cannot deliver us? God can and he does. He has and he will. He's our Savior. He's our Deliverer. We pray to him tonight based on that. Meditate on that as we go through our prayer time today
1: good evening saints we keep meditating through Hebrews 11 we're finally going to finish up Hebrews 11 today you just can't forget when you're going through Hebrews 11 the whole focus is on the first two verses. The focus on now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old receive their commendation. We need to look at the assurance of things hoped for. We need to look for the conviction of things not seen. That's what ties the whole chapter together. So then in verse 23, not being afraid of the anger of the king for he endured as seeing him who was invisible by faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them by faith the people crossed the Red Sea as, as on dry land but the Egyptians when they attempted to do the same were drowned by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days by faith Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. What more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put our foreign armies in flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured refusing to accept release, so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn and two, They were killed with the sword. They went about in the skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains, and in dens and caves of the earth. And all of these, though, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised. Since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. The faith of Moses, when he was three months old, his parents hid him. Why did they hide him? even though they could see the king's edict they trusted in God who they could not see they knew that God wanted to keep the children of Israel alive even if they couldn't see how it would be done Moses could see the royalty and the splendors of royalty all around him but he refused that By faith, he left Egypt. He could see the anger of the kingdom, but he couldn't see what kingdom he was being called towards, but he knew he was being called. For he endured at seeing him who is invisible. Faith is the evidence of things what? Not seen. Not seen, right? Not seen. By faith, what was the difference between the Israelites and the Egyptians? It certainly wasn't something that you could see, if you look deep into what goes on in that story, there are some Egyptians who are with the Israelites. That's why they say it's a mixed multitude that left out, because there were some Egyptians who believed and went with the Israelites. So if you look at how the people who went through the Red Sea and survived looked compared to the people who went to the Red Sea and died, there was no difference in how they looked, but the difference was unseen. was a the difference there was a difference between the people of God and the people who were not of God How did the walls of Jericho fall down did anybody see what caused them to fall down we only know this that God did it but we don't know how they fell down we just knew that they fell what caused them to fall Did you see that they were about to fall? Is that why you had faith in God? Did you know mathematically that if you marched around the city this many times that it would fall down? Or was you just relying on the unseen promise of God? What would occur? Rahab, the prostitute. And I think that when we talk about her being a prostitute, I think it's a badge of honor to her. Because it's talking about what life she was saved from where she has gone to she went from being a prostitute to being married to one of the spies to being in the line of jesus christ and what she did was she saw the promise of god towards people as more important than the people that was around her who was staying in the city even though the king had guards who was looking for the spies she could see them she couldn't see the promise of God, but which one did she hold more dear? Kinda reminds me of a story um, that Pastor Richardson was telling us when he did his sermon. You remember that story about a church in China? And the guy came in and he said, Alright, I'ma shoot anybody who say they're a Christian, but everybody who said they ain't, they can leave. And then after that left. All right, I just wanted to get rid of the fake Christians. Let's have church. You can see the gun, but can you see God? All of these don't see, and we don't see in many ways, right? We worship the only God, and what is one of his qualities? We talk about this in Sunday school. One of God's qualities is that he's invisible. He's invisible. We can't see him. But we believe in him despite that. Another psalmist says, some men trust in weapons. Some men trust in gold. We will trust in what? The Lord our God. So let's put our faith in what?
2: doing tonight? What Sunday? Mother's Day. Um, so, I'll pray about tonight, and Charmone and Patty are going to pray tonight. Pick you today. Um, I'll have, let's do Patty. I want you to pray about just a prayer of thanks for all the mothers, um, the, your personal mothers, and then, you know, like yourself, and then the other mothers as well, the fellow mothers. And then, Ramon, I'll have you pray about um, for the mothers. So just their calling to be a mother, to raise children, to l- help lead their children towards Christ, um, and all the responsibilities there. And I'll close it. Lord, as Mother Day approaches, we just um, ask that you just help us reflect on um, the mothers in our lives. Each and every one of us has a mother. Jesus had a mother. And it's just an awesome responsibility that you have given mothers um, to raise their children. We just thank you for our immediate mothers and those who have wives that are mothers, um, just for the blessing that you have given us um, of our parents who have cared for us and raised us, um, of our parents that have that have pointed us towards Christ. Um, For those mothers that may not have um, saved children that are continually pointing them towards Christ, um, just the continued um, focus on you. For the grandparents that are pointing their grandchildren to Christ, um, just the awesome responsibility that mothers have, the responsibility to raise their children, teach their children, nurture their children, um, it can't be belittled. Um, We thank you for um, just the gift of mothers, The the gift that you've given um, as, a, as a father. I just think of the gift of you given me as a, my wife, to, as a mother, and to the children that you've given us. Um, we didn't just thank you for, for them in general, and that we can just use this day to focus on um, just them in general. Um, and that um, we continue to just um, ask that you just lift up and um, give joy to those who maybe want to be mothers and aren't yet, that um, they know that everything is going according to your plan in um, if they are to have children or not, and that you just um, give them joy in this um, holiday and um, just continue to keep the focus on their mothers. I ask that you just um, lift up the hearts of those who may have lost a mother, and um, this is a, a holiday that may bring them some sadness, that um, you just bring joy to them and comfort to them. Um, if the, the mother was saved, that you give them that reassurance knowing that that person is with you. Um, and at the same time, if they're not, that that is an opportunity to lead them to um, a relationship with you or continue to reach out to people and other mothers that they may um, come in contact with that are not saved, that it is an important thing to have and an important thing that those mothers can impact their children. Um, I ask that you continue to just be with the mothers of this church, um, the grandmothers, that they continue to just um, point their children, um, all of us that are saved, can. continue to point them to you. Those that are unsafe, continue to point them to you. Um, continue to raise the their children and grandchildren in a, in a godly manner and um, just continue to strengthen them in their resolve. In your name, we pray.